The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, it's the first week back at school for your children and maybe some of you. Actually, I know some of you are dealing with this right now because the texts are coming in mm-hmm. in real time about bullying and, and how how the experts say we should deal with it and then how most of us deal with it. Right. And uh, before we go to the calls, we've got a lot of people want to talk to us. Uh, if you're unsure or if you're wondering or possibly you want to keep an eye out as a parent for the signs that your child is being bullied, uh, experts say uh, appearing anxious or feel f- fearful, uh, low self-esteem or making negative comments, complaints of not feeling well, headaches, stomach aches, not wanting to go to school or participate in any activities, irritability, injuries, of course, bruised or damaged clothing, threats to hurt themselves or others or uh, isolation from their peer group. Uh, we'll get to, we'll take uh, Alberta Pete's phone call first. Hey Pete, thanks for holding, appreciate it. Hey, you guys, great day. So uh, hopeful, too bad it's not a better conversation, mm-hmm. but uh, bullying, uh, I tell you, the experts are stupid, <laughs> plain and simple, because anybody could be an expert, and I bet you a lot of these so-called experts are bullies themselves, so they're just covering up this crap. But uh, I'll tell you one thing from experience. The only thing a bully understands, they don't listen to parents, they don't listen to no one else, but they understand getting kicked between the legs, getting, you know, punched out, hit them with a stick, any way you can, beat them back. And I tell you, from experience from friends and myself as a kid, they don't mess with you. They stop being bullies because then they realize, oh, there's someone else out there that can kick my butt. Yeah. I'm not the king number one. So you're you saying know? speak their language. Speak their language, get right back, yeah. Yeah, because I watched this friend's store, right? And he warned me before he went on holidays about these kids coming from these uh, junior schools, like 15, 16, and they shoplift, they swear, whatever. You can't do anything, they're juveniles. So they came in one day while I was watching the shop, and they loaded up their coats, and they were walking out. I grabbed them, and I said, hey, what's that in your coat? You can't touch me, I'm a juvenile. And I said, listen, I got a 16-year-old kid brother in the back that can bring out the baseball bat, put you in the hospital, crack your head, and guess what? Nothing will happen to him. You know what? He never, ever had a problem after that again. And that's all they understand, bullies. That's no talking, no counseling, no sitting around holding hands being kind to each other yeah kumbaya you know yeah kumbaya <laughs> out the door buddy you know like okay anyways my two cents before i say something you know that might be Pete, always love hearing from you thank you for the phone <laughs> okay. call aaron will get to your phone call in a second laura is on the phone now laura is was your son um or your one of your children doing the bullying hey um well, I have four kids, and my first one was a football player, second one was a complete pacifist, third was a closet bully, and the fourth one, I don't know what she is yet. But um, what's, the a first clo- what's one, a closet bully? A closet bully is one that nobody suspects would ever do anything, but then you get the call from the school that she did something really horrible. And I tell you, that call from the school was what twigged us in that we had a problem. And be aware, it is a parenting problem. It's not the kid. It is the kid but it's not just the kid and the parent does have an influence the school called to get us involved and i tell you my hammer came down a lot harder and a lot faster than anything the school could have done to her and um it never happened again how did you deal with it with your daughter with the with the closet bully what did you tell her 
Well, every every privilege she ever had in her life was removed. So she got to sit in her bedroom after school until bedtime, and we gave her a tiny table um, at the corner of the kitchen to have her supper at, so she wasn't even part of the family. And she was uh, told that she needed to have a very heart-to-heart conversation with the lady that she bullied, and she also needed to write a letter of apology both to the school as well as to the family of the parent. And she also had to... um, um, I well, not had to. I conversed with her until I had her in tears, and I felt that she really did understand what she had done to this girl. So why did she do it? I don't know because it's very out of character from the child that I know. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably a sense of control, and just to see what would happen if she did. You know, let me ask you a question. I'm just curious because I don't know how many more parents we're going to get and that will admit, admit and I appreciate this, your yeah. honesty that you've you've got a child and I, I give again it's a daughter which makes it a little different from my perspective. Let's go back to my scenario. So, I've got a daughter being bullied by someone and I've I've followed her, grabbed the bully, threatened them and sent them on their way. But now you're the parent of that child. Let's say somebody had have done that to your daughter, and she came home and said that just happened. What would you do then? I don't know what I would do. I would feel that my rights as a parent had been violated because I know I would have dealt with it and had the result that you wanted. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't know that all parents would do that. I know that when my son was younger, he too did one incident, and it was only one because it would never happen more than once with our kids because of how I handle things. But when he did do one thing, parent in the class told me what happened. There was a second child that did the same thing to the same kid, and they went to the school because they said they knew we would deal with it. They didn't think the other set of parents would. Yeah, it's a tough one, right? Because my child's my problem, and your child is your problem, but when your child becomes my child's problem, then he becomes my problem too. And just as a parent, and I know, again, I'm not advocating this because I know it's not right, but I I don't trust you if I don't know you to deal with it. Well, so I mean, I'm going to deal I with it. I think part of part of it is is if you give if you give the parents maybe a chance to deal with it. Yeah. That's one thing and then if they try to deal with it and it doesn't fix anything, maybe you step in a little bit more. I don't I yeah. don't know. I don't know, Laura, but uh, I like the way that you dealt with it and I'm yep. I'm impressed that um this this well, I I've just I haven't heard a lot of great things uh, about schools when it comes to dealing with bullies. No, and the schools really are tied by a lot of outside rules that I don't know that even the parent or the teachers and the principals agree with, but they have to be bound by their their own code of ethics. And I think that that makes things very complicated for trying to deal with parenting issues that are actually happening in the school. Laura, there's a question that just came in, and I'm going to ask you because it's specific uh, regarding uh, the terminology that you use to describe your daughter. Someone says, how does one know that a closet bully has changed their behavior? I assume since we're in the same school as we were in at the time, and I have got, it's a very small school, so there's a lot of parents that see and hear what's going on. Nobody has ever said that it has happened again. The teacher that it happened with is still at the school and knows the history of what happened. Hmm. Okay. This is now five years later. Yeah. Hmm. I think so I'm funny. assuming I th- because it's such a closed community yeah. that somebody would have told me if we still had a problem. I, I think you and I are actually on very similar pages, uh, parenting-wise, to be honest with you. I didn't mean to be, uh, you know, act as an adversary to you. I, I think when I took action on my own, it was because I didn't believe the other parent would. 
Yeah, and I have no problem with, I've, I've allowed other parents on the playground to say things to my kids, and I won't step in unless it seems like it steps over a line. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know you either. So I don't know, did you act according to what was appropriate or did you step over the line? I don't know. So I would be very cautious about about talking or handling another kid until there's two or three tries of the parent being involved to give them a chance to deal with it. Well, you can't drag me that far. I'll give you one try. (laughs) Maybe one, yeah. Yeah. And I, again, we got one shot and our kid's toes were smashed by a hammer. So it it isn't going to happen again. Laura, I want to thank you for taking the time and for your brutal honesty today. Very much appreciated. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And Aaron's been on hold now for almost a half an hour. Aaron, hi. Hello. Hi. Hello, how's it going? Good. Good. Now, you've been dealing with uh, kids bullying your kids. Uh, Yeah, I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. When my six-year-old was in kindergarten, he was getting bullied by kids anywhere from grade one to grade three-year-olds. Um... And I had approached the school, like, uh, my kid's mother is diehard by the book. Mm-hmm. By all the books that are written and by all these so-called experts on how to deal with stuff. And I allowed her. We did that. We went to the school. We reported it and everything. The school's exact words were, we are not allowed to send a note home and we are not allowed to contact the other kid's parents. Wow. I've been um, I've been uh, seeing texts uh, coming in about privacy, privacy issues. Privacy guidelines, yeah. yeah. Why? Well, yeah. How I, I and that's one thing I don't understand. How is it privacy when all the school's doing is notifying them about their child? It's not like they're sending a, a letter home to every single parent in the school, right? Yeah. No, it's one one child with that child's parent. Um, if that child is making my kids feel unsafe going to school. There's an issue, and that needs to be dealt with. Um, they refused to deal with it. So in the, after about the fifth or sixth time, I, I had enough. And I told my wife that it was my turn to deal with it. And I taught my son that if he gets hit, he is to go and tell a teacher. If the kid continues to hit him, he's to tell him once that that's not nice. And then he is in his full right to defend himself. Mm-hmm. And he can punch back, but one, one punch. Hmm. Most bullies, in my opinion, from when I was in school, they back off as soon as the kid fights back. My six-year-old son is a very small kid. He's very quiet, keeps to himself. And I think that's why he's a good target for these kids. But as soon as he started punching back, they stopped and they left him alone. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That happens, eh? It does. But the only thing is, I have to tell you that I was bullied... Uh, as a child, and maybe this is why I'm so, you know, it's just so important to me that my own children not get bullied. And I was given that advice by my dad, just, you know, take care of the bully, like just fight, right? And so I fought and didn't win. And I didn't gain his respect. It intensified. The next day, he was, I was getting those notes, going to meet you after school, going to this, going to that. And my, my life became a hell for weeks uh, until finally my mother said to my dad, you need to do something about this. And my dad told my older brother, you need to do something about this. <laughs> and my older brother did something about it. And it stopped. It's one thing to say fight. You have to win. I don't you know, know if you have to win I, or if you just have to stand up for yourself a couple of times. I, 
I think it all depends on the bully, though. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think it goes 50-50. Half the bullies, as soon as you decide that you're going to fight back, and they're actually going to have... Like I said, my son is small. I was not expecting him to win a fight. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever expect my oldest kid to ever win a fight in his entire life. <laughs> and I hate saying that. But it, it worked in that scenario. And I was prepared that if it didn't solve it, I was going to have to go and do something else. Yeah, yeah. But I think at, at the beginning, you have to try and let them figure it out themselves. Um, now, with I like when you had talked, uh, mentioned about your dad getting your older brother. Mm-hmm. My three-year-old son is a very, he's bigger than my six-year-old. <laughs> Um, and they were at an indoor play park and my six-year-old was getting picked on by a kid and my three-year-old ended up walking up to the kid and punched him square in the face. Wow, kid nobody wants to get their off. butt kicked by, by a three-year-old. Old. That's really bad. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is the mother looked at me and said, aren't you going to do something about your kid punching mine? Nope. I said, I said yes, I'm taking him to McDonald's. To <laughs> Aaron, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate you weighing in on this one. It was great to hear from you, and thank you for waiting. We do need to take a break. Stu, I promise your phone call is up next. Thank you, everyone, who's texted in your story, your kid's story at 630-630, and all the phone calls as well at 496-0063. We're talking about bullying as your kids have gone back to school, your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, and how you're dealing with the situation, or maybe how you have in the past. Stu has been patiently holding. Hi, Stu. Thanks for waiting. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, Love your program, and thanks for taking my call. Just a a quick uh, memory. Uh, I've had a few incidents in my life, but uh, the most, one of the most memorable was the first one I had in grade seven. Uh, my mother had bought me a brand new pair uh, or uh, crayons, you know, the coloring mm-hmm. crayons. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this bully who uh, was in his second year in grade seven came up and said, I'll take those. <laughs> and I grabbed them out of his hand and I said, no, you won't. I had a lot of guts, I thought. <laughs> but uh, he said, I'll see you after school. So I sweated all day because I had never been in a fight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm standing at the school door at the end of school, and I'm looking out across the street, and he's standing there, and there's four or five other people. And my knees were weak, and I was shaking, and I was sweating, but I walked out of the school, got to the corner, got almost to where he was, and then just went at him <laughs> fast and took him down and pounded him and pounded him. Anyway, long story short, I don't condone violence, but next day he met up with me, and for the rest of the year we were friends, and we were the defenders of those who couldn't defend themselves. Wow. Hmm. Wow. So, that's that's cool. Do you remember his name, Stu? Yes, I do. His name was Kevin. Kevin, yeah. How many years ago was that, Stu? Ah, uh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm hitting the old 70, but I'm trying to be 39, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is interesting you remember you his name, forget, right? And you never forget Because those I things, mentioned yeah. that I got bullied. It would have been in grade five, I believe, and I remember the bully's name, Bobo Burt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Isn't I'll never forget it. I couldn't forget it. Mm-hmm. It, it has a huge on. impact. He's passed on, but uh, we were friends for a long time. Hmm. Hmm. Stu, thank you for sharing that. 
I thank you guys. Great thank program. You. Thank, thank you. you so much. Your text, even today, this text came in. It says, uh, so today, my granddaughter calls me from school. Again, she's being bullied. We went through all of this last year. Today, however, she had a text message saying she would get beat up after school. So Grandma Bear has had enough. I went to the school, took her phone, went to the principal, and explained yet again how this has to stop. No response. It was just us, ah, just kids. So I went a different direction. I text the kid back and said, I'll have my grandma and my military father present bring it on. She phoned her mother who phones the school thinking we just threatened her. Ugh. This is the bully now. After meeting at school and going through the text messages and chats it was discovered the bullying is indeed at the root of her daughter. Needless to say, after this bully's father was notified, military as well, I don't expect any more issues. Do you want to read this text as well? It seems very easy to scapegoat schools for pretty much every negative situation in society. Times have changed. Mm-hmm. Media and the internet have empowered and enabled all types of persons dealing with bullying in schools has pretty much become a legal entity with no one ever satisfied with the results and blame is tossed all around. Sounds a lot like society and common sense is again the loser. I I agree and you know when I've said that I don't think I don't trust the schools to do anything about it or it's been my experience that the schools don't do anything about it I'm not suggesting that the schools don't care. I think their hands are so tied and and through regulation and and rule and policy that they can't do anything about it And so I'm not going to leave it to them to do anything about it. I mean, I'm, I'm way I'm years past Unless my grandchildren get bullied, <laughs> and I'm going to have nothing but time on my hands. Well, you're going to be 56 or 76 by then. <laughs> oh, I, I'll still be able to kick a little butt. Don't you worry. Well, and the other thing, too, someone texted and said, what if it's not physical bullying, if it's verbal and all of that sort of stuff? And it can be. And yeah. it's just, you know, we talked to Dr. Gans about it last yeah. week on getting your kids ready to go back to school last week. And if you go to the 630 Chet Afternoon News uh, page, the uh, that conversation is up there, the entire conversation about getting the kid ready to go back to school. But the, the last 15 minutes or so, we specifically talked bullying. That's right. Some good information right there. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.